Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Kara. And we are... Fridays. Forever. Thanks for joining us. All right, how's everybody doing out there in the podcast world? Miss Friday, how are you doing this evening? I'm great, Mr. Friday. How are you? Awesome. I am so excited about uh, this podcast and all the things that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. and sharing. It's going to be great. Me too. How's your week been? It's good. Uh, it's tiring. Yeah. I had some early mornings and late nights, and you have too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I actually got to play golf with my son-in-law, and uh, he beat me, which he always does. <laughs> but I did uh, talk him into letting me hit off the gold tee since I'm a senior now. And he said, okay, if you're going to do that, I'm going to hit off the back tees, the blue ones. And he still ended up beating me. Go figure. These young guys, they can just hit it forever and ever and ever, can't they? They can. Well, we're going to jump into the podcast and um, share a few things, adventures that um, we've been taking, and then we'll transition into our Journey to Hope part. And we hope you'll stay tuned for the whole uh, podcast this evening. But what are we going to talk about first, Miss Friday? First, we're going to talk about some of our adventures, and the first one is Hidden Mountain Resort in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah, I guess technically it's Sevierville. I'm not sure, right. but uh, it kind of the lines are blurred right in right in that area. Yeah. But we stayed at a cottage called Come Away Home, and it was just beautiful, wasn't it? It was gorgeous, just really quaint and kind of a farm feel but a home away from home feel which is what the owners were going for yeah had a nice kitchen and a nice uh, jacuzzi and um almost two master bedrooms um the master bedroom that they uh said was down on the the lower part and it was just gorgeous with a jacuzzi tub down there and uh wow and then when you step outside on the porch, yeah, the decks. It was just I mean, the view amazing. of Apple Valley there and Pigeon Forge in the distance. And then, of course, the Great Smoky Mountains was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Stunning, really. And we were blessed. Uh, the owners um, contacted us and were like, we'd love for you all to feature our, our cabin cottage on your YouTube channel, which is Fridays Forever. And so we did that, and that video is up on our um, YouTube channel. We would encourage you to go and watch that. But just an, a, a wonderful stay. They did something neat for us, didn't they? They did. Um, they had a delivery from Kroger one day while we were there, and it was ribeye steaks and twice baked potatoes and a salad kit. Oh, and the dessert. And um, Can I say it? Yes. Oh, my goodness cheesecake all different flavors mm-hmm. and it was delicious with a good cup of coffee yes and guys you ought to check it out you ought to check this place out it would be perfect for a trip with extended family there was four bedrooms um even the master bedroom downstairs had a small kitchenette with it um several bathrooms and just like we said a view that You'll never forget. It would just be a great place to stay. And the grounds. Yeah, the resort itself was just 
phenomenal. I mean, the beauty and um, the ponds and the walking trails and prayer garden and a place where you could uh, have a wedding ceremony and so much more swimming pools, pools. Yeah. And um, just different venues and places, a place called the lodge where you can have events and it was just incredible. It was, it'd be worth staying there just for all the things you can do. Plus yeah. you're just off Apple Valley Road. Oh, the location mm-hmm. is uh, unbelievable. You can be staying. on the parkway yeah. really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could see the sky wheel on the island from the porch. It was just amazing. Yeah, um, we highly recommend uh, the Hidden Mountain Resort in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And so while we were there, we said, you know what? Let's go down to the Apple Barn and make a video about all the shops at the Apple Barn, and we did that. That was it. Was a beautiful day, wasn't it? It was. We we loved the Apple Barn restaurant, but there's all these shops, and so you can spend time just doing that. And of course, we have to go into the main Apple Barn store there. And yeah, now you have something favorite. <laughs> yeah, she has something favorite that she always has to get there, and that's that good old apple butter. Right? Yes, there's really not any apple butter that compares to it that I've had. It is very good. We've had some people say that there are some out there that are close, but they have a place we can get some uh, good, fresh ice cream. Uh, they have a winery. They have um, a Christmas shop mm-hmm. and uh, several other things there that you got. Candy store. Oh, my goodness, at the candy. Yes. And if you need sugar-free, um, they had this whole section in there in the in the candy shop of sugar-free candy. This is probably the biggest section of sugar-free that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Usually those are tiny. <laughs> but it's in the windows, all these caramel apples. And, Wow. Mm. Yes, just a fun place to to spend several hours walking through and buying little souvenirs and and treats and sweets. Yeah, and while you're there, you want to make sure and have a good meal at one of the two restaurants at the Apple Barn. We always enjoy our food when we go in there. Good country cooking, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, so good. They have great breakfast, great lunch and dinners, so... And it's decorated really neat too. Several, well, one restaurant, the farmhouse has it has several cages in there with like parrots. Oh yeah, yeah. different birds. Yeah. Okay, but that's the Apple Barn, the shops at the Apple Barn, and we had a just a, a fun day visiting those. And um, again, there's a video on that if you'd like to watch it. And from from there, um, we just kind of went back and spent some time at the cabin, didn't mm-hmm. we? Had a great few days there. You know, one of the things that we always enjoy doing is just getting in our car, our little Volkswagen wagon diesel, and putting through the mountains. And one of our favorite drives that we like to do is what? Weirs Valley, driving through Weirs Valley. Weirs Valley is one of those hidden gems that people forget about. It really is so much to see, but it's beautiful that this valley and the the backdrop there of the Great Smoky Mountains and all the general stores that you can go in. And people are asking me all the time, hey, where did you get that hat or where did you get that shirt? Mm-hmm. Probably one of the general stores in Weirs Valley or Three Bears in Pigeon Forge. One of those two places is where we picked that up. But there's also some restaurants there. Where was the restaurant we ate at? Um, Hillbilly Restaurant, I believe it was. Yeah, and, hillbillies. Uh-huh. Yeah, had a good meal there. But there's a lot of different places through there that you can 
uh, stop and a lot of things to do and see and a beautiful drive. It really, really is. And you know what? There's a place there uh, just outside of Weirs Valley headed toward Pigeon Forge where you can get on the Foothills Parkway. And we would definitely recommend this. If you're in that area, if you want a beautiful drive, it is unbelievable. That's the Foothills Parkway. It's easy to find, easy to get on, and easy to get, to get off. Several places where you can stop and look over the mountains and all the beauty of God's creation. Yes, we love those kinds of drives and those views that you see along the way. Yeah, so if you're thinking about getting away from um, all the hustle and bustle, one of the ways to do that is just escape down through Weirs Valley and the Townsend area. There's still going to be some people if there's uh, some rallies or different things going on, but if the calendar's clear, it's probably going to be a nice, peaceful drive down through there along the creek where you can just kind of take in uh, all the, the hills and the rivers and um, just a very fun time. One of our favorites, I'll have to say. It is. Um, you know, Mike, we've never seen it overcrowded um, like downtown Gatlinburg or the strip, the parkway on Pigeon Forge. I mean, it never gets that crazy. That's that's right. And um, I, also there is a shortcut from Weirs Valley that cuts over to Medcalf Bottoms where you can – Take a ride out of there and go to Cades Cove. So if you're coming from Knoxville and and cut across to Townsend and into the Smoky Mountains, it is uh, a lot better uh, journey that way than coming all the way down through Gatlin, going all the way through Gatlinburg and then up by Sugarlands Visitor Center and up that way. Uh, so you want to take advantage of that shortcut. So that's just some of the adventures we've been on. We got so much more to share we with do. them, don't we? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, again, if you want to check out any of these, we'll link them down below where you can watch the video if you'd like to come along with us. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to... um, Find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is FridaysForever, the number two, at gmail.com. Our mailing address is Fridays Forever, P.O. Box 9024, Gray, Tennessee, 37615. Karen, it is time for our Journey to Hope section of the podcast, and 
We're actually going to be talking about in the podcast tonight um, some of our favorite attributes of God as Father. Now, you may um, not see God as a Father, especially if you do not have a relationship with Him. We think of our earthly fathers, I guess, and we try to compare God to those, but there's no way we as dads can come close to comparing to who God is. I've known God for most of my life. I was around six, six and a half years old when I gave my life to Christ, and I'll never forget that. And I've been following Him ever since, and His attributes and the things of God have just been over and over and over in my life, Karen. I'll, um, I'm forever grateful for that. Yes, Mike, and you were quite young. For me, I first met God as Father at 16. And you know, since that day, the Lord Almighty has been my Abba Father. This is something the Bible confirms, that God is called Abba Father. When we accept Christ, it happens, you know, when we accept Christ as Savior, God's gift of salvation. Galatians 4, 6 says, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. And, you know, Jesus called called our Heavenly Father, Abba, Father. Yes. And this meant everything to me, not only then, when I turned 16, but now— and part of that is because my earthly father story includes chapters of abandonment and longing to know my biological father, dreams just to be loved by a dad, and a redemptive ending that still amazes me. Every Father's Day, I get to celebrate three fathers. And, of course, you too, Mike. Yes. Uh, you're a wonderful father to yeah. our kids. Um, but the three fathers that I celebrate as far as in my life and my storyline. First, during my dad's absence, a wonderful stepfather came into my life as a young girl. Wendell, I mean, he loved and cared for me like his own flesh and blood. And that is something that we can all take a lesson in. Fatherhood runs much deeper than bloodline, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Because Wendell was an amazing dad and is an amazing dad. And then secondly, my biological father came back into my life when I was just in elementary school. And we slowly but surely rebuilt a father-child relationship. It took some time because I didn't remember him and wasn't familiar with him, only my stepdad. And the interesting thing about my dad was he was an atheist so he would say things like people think there's a god but there's not and so that was quite a confusion for me in my heart so as soon as i became a child of god at 16 mike you know my story i started praying for my dad and um, 16 years later, when I was 32, and over 5,000 prayers later. Wow, my, that's a lot of prayers. Yes. My biological father became a child of the Heavenly Father, too. I'll never forget that. Yes, it was such such a blessing, but almost really confirmed and grew my faith because he was so hard-hearted toward God and such an unbeliever that I just really wondered if it would ever happen. 
So I'm 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 grateful that prayer works and that prayer changes things and people and changes yes. me. Then my dad passed away in 2010, as did Mike's dad. And so we're both always a little tear-filled this time of year because I really miss my dad. And, Mike, yeah. I know you miss your dad. Every day. Yes. So as we honor fathers this month for Father's Day, we also want to celebrate God as Father. And, you know, regardless of our earthly father experience, and we all have that, or most of us do, you know, when you think of God as Father, it just, he just rises above any of these earthly father definitions. Like I mentioned uh, in the beginning of this uh, part of the podcast, um, and, and when we're writing our, when he writes our stories, uh, he's always above those stories and he knows. And so we want to share 10 um, just favorite fatherly attributes of God. And the first one, Karen, is this He adopted us. Isn't that wonderful? You know, we, we know people who have been adopted, and my stepfather, Wendell, adopted me and my twin sister. Um, but then they ended up voiding that when my dad came back. But look at what the Scripture says, Mike, in Ephesians 1.5. It says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Isn't that wonderful? This is what yeah. he wanted to do, and he decided in advance so many people that have been adopted by earthly parents will tell the stories about maybe being in an orphanage or being just without parents being in foster care for years and how they long to be adopted by, you know, parents and a father that would love them and that wanted to adopt them. And God wanted to adopt us spiritually into his family. Yeah, and so the second one is that he loves us. And right where you're at, listen to this podcast, would you just say this, God loves me? God loves me. And you can go to John 3.16, you can read that. You've probably got that memorized, so we're not going to quote it. But in 1 John 3, the first part of verse 1 says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. He loves us. Yeah, there's no other love that compares, even if if our earthly fathers love us, just so wonderfully and so faithfully and fully. There's no kind of love like the Heavenly Father. And then that leads us to the next one. Not only does God as Father adopt us and love us, but He forgives us. Psalm 103.12 says, as far as the east is from the west. Now imagine that. That's a big distance, isn't it, Mike? Boy, it really is. Hard to even imagine. It is. I mean, we can't even grasp that in our minds. But as far as the east is from the west. So a long, 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 long way. So far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just the mistakes we make. He forgives us. Yeah, that's... uh just 
sometimes um, hard to think about, but it's true. The fourth thing is he fills us when we are empty. That makes me think of that Jackson Brown song, you know, running on empty, running <laughs> strong. Anyway, he fills us, according to Romans fifteen thirteen with joy and peace and his faithfulness as God, according to Ephesians three nineteen, and the knowledge of his will and the spirit, Jesus as the bread of life and giving waters. He fills us when I'm empty. Are you empty right now? Are you looking for this world somehow to fill you? Are you looking for your finances? Are you looking for your spouse? Are you looking for a spouse? And you think that's going to fulfill everything in your life? It's not. Trust me. Trust us. Only Christ can do that. Yeah, none of those things will ever bring true, long-lasting satisfaction, will they? No. And then the fifth one is he stays near or he stays close to us. That was part of my story is that my father was absent from my life for a while, my real dad. And it was a struggle because I thought, gosh, if he really loved me, he would be here. He would be around. So when he came back into my life, I was thankful for the opportunity to get to know him again. But our Heavenly Father, God, He He always stays near. In Deuteronomy 4, 7, it talks about um, a great nation there is that has a God that is so near to it as the Lord our God is to us. And then it says, whenever we call upon Him, God stays near. The Bible also says, you know, He never leaves us or forsakes us. He'll never run away from us. We only leave him. That's true. Number six yeah, is a big one. I, I don't know. I think for men, I think for husbands, I think for dads or single moms, uh, and that's this, that he provides. He provides. If we're not careful, we'll try to carry everything on our own shoulders, and our shoulders are not big enough. You will get run down. You will struggle as a dad and as a husband, um, but he is the provider. And he's promised us that he wants to give us good gifts. To who? To his children. His word says in Matthew seven eleven, It's like, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So the question for us is, and for you, have you asked him? Do you have a relationship with Christ? And have you asked him to help you give you the wisdom give you the knowledge and to give you the provision that you need to get through the day yes he wants us to come to him and ask him doesn't he he does and then seven mike is he keeps his promises boy this is a big one you know we we sometimes we renege on our promises and other people break their promises to us but not god not our Heavenly Father. He always keeps His promises, and He's the ultimate promise keeper. One example of that is um, talking about Abraham's life in Romans 4, and it says, No unbelief made him, made Abraham, waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God fully convinced, not partially, not a little bit, not a whole lot, but fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. 
And not only that God is able, but God will do it. Just believing and trusting whatever God promises to me, he's going to do it to us. Yeah, and to 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 know that and believe that mm-hmm. uh, is one thing, but to live it is um, is huge. The eight, number eight is this. Just a couple more here, folks. Uh, is that he fulfills his purpose for us? Now, I would like to pray, and I've prayed many times, and said, "Okay, God, I want this. I want that. Bless me, Lord. I pray." You know, it's not really necessarily about my desires. It's about his will for my life. But if I love him, if I give him my heart, uh, he has promised us to give us the desires of our heart, hasn't he, Karen? Mm -hmm. And I think he changes those desires when we really want his will and purpose for us to be fulfilled. Yeah, there's like this shift in our hearts and in our minds, and they line up with what he desires for us. And it's always perfect, and it's always Always good. Psalm 57 2 says, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. Yes. And then nine is he always, 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 always has our best interest in mind. Because sometimes we don't have someone's best interest in mind or heart, or they don't have ours and our earthly relationships. But God, he always has our best interest in mind. No matter what that is, it's going to be for our good and his glory. And I've always loved Psalm 139. And part of that says, talking about Abba Father, your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, how vast is the sum of them. Just think about that for a moment, Mike, that before we were even formed, before we were even formed in our mom and our earthly mothers, before we were even given breath and life, in God's book was written all the days for us. So we know that because he's creator, he's always going to say, hey, I want what's best for my creations, for my children, for my people. That's so good. And you know, we got to remember, as we're talking about these attributes, we we often think that God's mind is like ours, and we're, we're limited and in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But God will give us and share with us, mainly through his word, but in times of prayer also. The last one is this, Karen. He is faithful. faithful. He is faithful. We love this one. No matter where we've been in ministry, and we've been in ministry our, our whole lives, and we've traveled pretty much all over the United States doing so much um, in different churches and missions and for youth groups and leading worship and, and different things. And it's always been a blessing. And he has always been faithful in our marriage, in our finances, through our ups and through our downs, with our children in so many ways. Now, I am not saying that we've not had struggles. I'm not saying that we've not had difficulties. Right. We certainly have All of this is true in our lives, and it's going to happen. But the focus needs to come back to these attributes of God. Yes, all these other attributes point to the fact that he is faithful. And I've always loved my 1 Corinthians 1-9, and I like to insert our names into it. 
And this is something you all can look up, 1 Corinthians 1, 9, and insert your name into it. It says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we could put our names in it, Mike. God is faithful by yeah, whom I really like that. Karen was called into the fellowship of his son. Mm-hmm. God is faithful by whom Mike was called into yeah, the fellowship of his in son. There. Yeah, put your name in there, guys. It's powerful to do that. Well, we're going to wrap up, and we wonder if you thought of ways and these attributes of God as Father, if they spoke to you. We certainly hope they did, and there might be some, if you're a child of God, that you would add. What was your favorite, Mike? Well, to me, it is uh, that He provides, and you can't just narrow it down to one, but since you ask, I'm going to say provides, I guess because I'm husband, dad, father here, and I can tend to carry a lot of things on my shoulders that I shouldn't, that I was never meant to carry, but I need to trust Christ with so that he provides. How about you, Karen? I think mine is the last one. He's faithful. Just clinging to that promise, no matter what's happening in my life at the time, no matter what season or stage of life from childhood to now, knowing that my Heavenly Father is always faithful. Well, that's going to do it for the podcast, and we hope that um, you've enjoyed this this evening. Karen, I've had fun. How about you? I've had fun. Yeah, we hope you join us next week. Tell your friends about this. Don't forget to go over and find us on uh, all the social media places that we mentioned. We love you. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And God bless you. Until Until next time, we are Fridays Forever.